Hello and welcome to the Read Together podcast. I'm Reverend Corey Rayleigh from Union Grove United Methodist and Spring Garden United Methodist. I want to spend some time today looking at this passage from Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 31. This passage describes a rich young man who comes to Jesus because he wants to inherit eternal life. He comes to Jesus with a question. He asks, what must I do to get to heaven? He's saying, how do I punch my ticket? And to me, that's a very relevant question that a lot of people have today. Am I good enough or can I ever be good enough to get to heaven? And so from Mark, the 10th chapter, we'll start with the 17th verse. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version this morning. As he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own, give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will it be for those who have wealth to enter in the kingdom of God? And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields, and with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. It was very easy for me as I read through today's scripture just to meditate and think about how oftentimes people ask those questions. I came across a study from 2016 which suggested that 72% of people believe in heaven. You know, that's 7 out of 10 people. The interesting thing that came out of that study that I think is very applicable for our focus today is that 77% of those who are polled had no religious affiliation. So 77% of people who had no religious ties felt that if they lived their life and they were good, then hopefully it would be good enough to get them into heaven. This passage today is very important because this passage illustrates for us kind of what Christianity is and kind of what Christianity is not. 
The passage illustrates that there's a very big difference between being good, being moral, and being ethical, and being religious. This parable, the rich man goes and asks Jesus how to be good enough to get to heaven. And he comes to Jesus because he respects Jesus. He looks up to Jesus. He's heard the stories about Jesus. Jesus is the kind of guy that he looks up to. He sees Jesus as good and moral and respectable. And so he comes to Jesus because he wants his opinion. He sees that Jesus is very wise. He's a good teacher. Jesus shows grace and mercy. And he's done these acts of kindness. And so he wants to be evaluated by Jesus. So he comes to him with his question and he says, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus really has a two-part response. And the first response is that Jesus says, Well, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Jesus begins to tell the rich man, Really, what you should be doing is having your focus on God and really seeking his approval and wondering if God thinks you're good enough. And if you want to earn God's approval, then you must go through the way of the law. Then you must try to keep his commandments, as Jesus said, keep those commandments perfectly. This is the road that Jesus is leading the conversation on. And so then Jesus says, know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud honor your father and mother, and so on. And then the man responds to this conversation and goes on and he says, Teacher, all of these things I have kept since I was a boy. We should all consider the response of the rich man. I think sometimes we're very cynical of his response, but we really should pause and really try to understand. We can be very negative when we hear what he first said, for I have tried to keep all these commandments. I believe his response was genuine. He really thought that he had kept all the commandments and he was really doing good things. He really did believe that he was good enough to get into heaven. And the thing that happened to him is for this man, he sees the commandments have become this checklist, this book of rules to where he just wants to see if he has every check mark, if he's dotted every I, and if he's crossed every T. He's checking his list, and he's checking it twice. The man's really not deep diving into what Jesus is telling him, and really the full extent of what God wants from each of us. See, he sees these categories as just black and white, as just check boxes. I think sometimes in our Christian journey, it's very easy for us to get caught into that legalistic trap of looking at that rule book, of looking at that checklist to see if we have our checks in our right boxes. Go to church, that's a check. Go to small groups, that's a check. Go to youth group, that's a check. Daily Bible reading, that's a check most days. Daily prayer, that's a check. And whatever else we put into our rule book. Sometimes we start to look at our rule book and say, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty well. And in some ways, that's a sense of what you get from this man. It's almost like he's somewhat relieved that he's come to Jesus and asked for Jesus's approval. And he thinks that he's checked off all the things on his list and he sees himself as good. I'm good enough. 
But the issue is not the man doesn't really fully understand what Jesus is saying. God is pursuing people's hearts, and he's really exposing people's character. And because the man doesn't really fully understand the law, he doesn't really understand the gospel, the heart of Jesus. Christ is the way, not of what you can do, but it's about accepting and embracing and in loving what Christ has done in our life. The way of Christian faith is not about being burdened down day by day by not being good enough, but it's about loving and embracing and holding on to the one who was good enough. And I love in this passage in verse 21, Jesus tells us, we're told he looks at him. He loves him. Jesus looks and loves and he has compassion on him, even though he seems so confused and so lost. How often do we see those moments in our life to where we think we have done everything that God wants us to do, but really we've not seen the true um, opening of our eyes that sometimes happens. And so Jesus tells him when he was asked to summarize later about the law, it's about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. So I see this story as an eye-opening story and passage journey, but I also see it as kind of tragic because the gospel is right in front of this man, Jesus Christ, man and God standing there before him. And yet this man loves what he has done more than he really loves Jesus. And the fact that there's danger and wealth and Jesus is not ashamed to point that out with his warning that Jesus says it's much easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And it's incredibly hard to enter the kingdom of God with all that wealth because sometimes there's so many things to give up. And I love C.S. Lewis, and he has to say this about this statement. C.S. Lewis says all things are possible with God, even for a camel to go through the eye of a needle, but it's really hard on the camel. Wow, such powerful words when we think about the challenges of the Christian journey and the challenges that we all have. And this is a wonderful lesson today where the disciples are here at a time of learning and listening to Jesus, and they're actually challenged and confronted in this moment with this fact. It's not about being good enough not about living exactly as you should according to the law. It's not about being just good enough to get into heaven. It's about believing in the one who was good enough. And if you don't love the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart, and if you don't embrace him fully for everything that he has done for you, it doesn't matter what works you've done. It doesn't matter if you're a religious character or the one who doesn't know anything about religion. If you're a church-going person or the non-church-going person, if you don't love the Lord Jesus Christ, and if your faith is not placed in him, then you're never going to be good enough. Thank you for joining me today on our podcast of Reading Together. I hope you enjoyed it. God bless. Take care.